Welcome to another episode of The Big Question presented by Friends of Film, a podcasting in-depth look at a specific movie-related question. On this episode, we'll discuss what 2018 fall movies we are most anticipating. As always, I'm your host, Cooper Hood, and this week, I'm joined by Josh Straley. Hello, I have a cafe maker at home, and I've been making lattes, cappuccinos, and macchiatos like all week, and I love it. So he's very extra hyper this week, and we also have Colton Leakty. Yeah, just another list episode, another Colton Lichty episode, you know? Whoa, have you been there the whole time? I have. <laughs> oh, I should look up. I just kind of, I don't know, hide off to the side Are until you I hear you guys discuss it. Every list. week? Just hang yeah, around? Yeah, I, I like to hear you guys record live, honestly. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan. He's always just right outside, and then when he hears, oh, they're doing a list, I'm going to just <laughs> rustle yeah. in real quick and be like, hey, guys. kind of slide in through the air vents. Just and just pop yourself down Which there. Which explains why we have so many AC problems. Mm-hmm. Ah. That is true. That is true. Sometimes I'm clogging it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, let's move into our most anticipated <laughs> movies of the fall that could be clogging up our schedules. Um Nice which transition Cooper. hey uh, that's why i'm the host of this sh- show and not you colin so uh <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about our 10 most anticipated movies of the fall and we're using the big question as what 2018 fall movies are we most anticipating in order so we, so we can do this as a big question and run through all of our different choices just as a forewarning for all the listeners out there i mean you You'll know this when you click on it, whether the, what the runtime is, but I'm anticipating it'll be a bit of a longer big question than our standard 30 to 40 minute runtimes are. So with that in mind, Colton, let's start off with, well, I guess I should say the order we're doing this, 10 through 7, 6 through 4, and then doing our top three individually going Colton, Josh, and then me. On that note, Colton, what is your number 10 most anticipated movie of the rest of the year? Okay, well, my number 10... It was a it was a really big debate leading up to leading up to today about what I'm going to put here. Um, it was between Simple Favor or Widows. Ooh. I chose Widows as my number ten. Pause. Pause. Right. Absolutely. So your number nine. My number nine is going to be Beautiful Boy. Didn't honorable mention for me. Missed my list. Josh, is it a pause? Can you pause for a little bit? Just okay. Just a little All right. Bit? We'll pause okay. again. Cool. And then your number eight, Colin. My number eight is Holmes and Watson. <sighs> I wish this one made my list. I know we haven't seen anything. That that's why we have a first look image mm-hmm. of and the a, two, and a apparently poster. a poster. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, well, I, yeah. I deleted them off my list, but that's great. Okay. 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 Talk so let's it. talk about number eight, Holmes and Watson. Okay. So, like I said, we haven't seen anything up to this point, but the premise alone sounds great. Uh, you get Will Ferrell and John C. Riley reteaming for a spin on Sherlock Holmes that we didn't know we wanted until we heard this was coming out. Um, and it's the likes of which, obviously, we've never seen before. It's a comedic take on the whole thing. Um, not only do you get the hilarious leads, but you get Ray Fiennes playing Moriarty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> terrific. Rebecca Hall, Hugh Glory joining the cast as well. Um, I just hope we actually get to see this movie this year because uh, I think it's slated for December 21st right now. Yeah. But um, I hope we it doesn't get pushed back into what already appears to be a loaded 2019. And I hope we just get a... I mean, I can't really talk about this movie anymore because I don't know anything <laughs> I mean, about it. You sure. know? Even, I just, just the premise just sounds great. Yeah, so. I mean, it's it's John C. Riley and we'll throw mm-hmm. together again. Mm-hmm. That can sell me on pretty much any movie. Mm-hmm. Um, then when you take the comedic take of Holmes and Watson together, I think that sounds fun. And it, it, it is an honorable mention for me just because we haven't seen anything official. Like, I want to mm-hmm. know the exact tone they're going for. Mm-hmm. Is this PG-13? Is this R? I would imagine it's PG-13. PG-13 yeah. um, but, you know, if they go R, that could point to a very interesting and funny could take be, as well. It could be like even play as like kind of a buddy cop type movie. Yeah, exactly. Comedy, but 
Holmes or Sherlock Holmes. And then, <laughs> it, that's what that's yeah. Sherlock Holmes like the films have been. Like, yeah, especially exactly. with uh, the Downey Jr. and Jude Law and Jude Law. See, films. even that those were kind of somewhat comedic in a way. But yeah. I expect this to just be full, full, blo- full yeah. blown right. comedy. What yeah. happens when you transplant Step Brothers? Mm-hmm. into Sherlock and Holmes. You take that same dynamic, but mm-hmm. you just give it a little bit of the um, Holmes's condescension. But <laughs> since it's Will Ferrell, it's going to make no sense whatsoever. <laughs> and then when Watson be like, uh, okay, I guess that's not like, And then if you've, if you've seen the poster, um, <laughs> it's pretty great. It's it just, is, it uh, it's just Sherlock, or it's just uh, Will Ferrell holding up an H with his fingers. And then, you know, John, John C. Riley's got a W. w. <laughs> it's, I think oh, yeah. the top says... Holmesies or yes. something like that, which apparently is not a great phrase. Apparently yeah. it has some like negative connotations to it, know. but they're going for Holmesies. Neither here but... nor there. Yeah. Really, I didn't yeah. Know apparently that. it's tied to the Dark Knight shooter and like his following. Like his name of was something Holmes, is. and mm. like Holmes is like I don't I don't know I don't know. It's very weird. That's I didn't a... I didn't know this was a controversy until Head like smacker. a day ago, but it's just like. I don't think that was their intent, obviously. No, I, I don't think so either. <laughs> and I didn't even really notice that it said homies until like on further review. I was like, oh, that's clever at the time. And now <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to think. But <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I think Holmes and Watson, hopefully. I mean, I think it will come out this year. Um, even if it does yeah. come out on that 21st date. I mean, comedies too, sometimes they they take their time coming I mean, out with a trailer. So. Is it possible it could be like the Jumanji of this year where it comes out super late and it's like a more, it's like, kind of family friendly but it's a comedy adventure maybe um but yeah i mean it's got to go toe-to-toe with like aquaman uh there's a lot coming so out that much week. that yeah. weekend it's just it's it's got a tough task if it does stick so maybe mm-hmm. if anything i would like to i would have liked to see them move this thing up a couple of weeks and i think it was originally slated for like november so yeah it'd but, be cool to see that stick but at this whatever. point at this point they're not as long as we get it this year i'll be happy yeah the know? sooner the better so yeah. then you're number seven colin um it's gonna be another pause i'm sure of it uh creed 2 Oh, pause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just for a little bit, pause. Okay, well, that's or not for. It's my ten through just seven. There, short time. Oh, well, I guess we'll find out. I suppose. <laughs> Fair enough. So then, uh, Josh, you're at number ten. Yeah, and I'm going to talk about the silence, which doesn't have a trailer yet, only has a synopsis, but it stars Stanley Tucci, uh, Tucci and um, Kieran Shipka. Okay. But it's being shot by the Annabelle or directed by the Annabelle Annabelle director John R. Leonvetti, and it's about a family struggling to survive. Or let's read the synopsis here: a family struggling to survive in a world terrorized by deadly primeval species who have bred for decades in the pitch darkness of a vast underground cave system. It sounds like something that's right up my alley, um, and I'm really interested to see kind of what happens. It sounds a little bit like a Quiet Place ripoff. Mm-hmm. That's really what I thought In of. a lot <laughs> of ways, literally because further down. Just the creatures, yeah. Down, they say um, they're being hunted by their acute sense of hearing. So it's like, all right. Uh, yeah. But I'm a sucker for Stanley Tucci, and I haven't seen him in a leading role in a long mm-hmm. while. Mm-hmm. And this is like, sound like pulpy fun that i kind of can't wait to get my hands on especially because okay. annabelle is scary and i'm <laughs> always interested in that um number nine we just talked about this on the main show this week but it's hold the dark and oh, okay. colin make your list <laughs> i don't know what that is so i would <laughs> oh, love to hear about it this is a film coming to netflix at the end of september um directed by jeremy Saulnier. Mm-hmm. 
and he was the one who did Blue Ruin and The Green Room. Um, he's got a really big, long okay. background as a cinematographer. But it stars Jeremy Wright, I believe. Uh, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright, Jeffrey thank Wright. you. Okay, I have heard of this one. Um, Alexander yeah. Skarsgård is in there mm-hmm. as well. I didn't think he showed up in the tra- He's in there. Ra- was that him? Yeah, he's like the guy near the end who like puts on the mask. Oh, okay. I didn't see that was him. I thought that was James Badge Dale, um, stock, no, handsome. Don't, don't think so. Performer. But they're all there. There's this mythic kind of lore that's added to it. Um, that kind of just there's something to uncover and unravel in that movie, and I think that's what makes it really interesting. And I, we just don't have those kinds of stories mm-hmm. told all the time, and um, that's what really makes me excited for that, especially because okay. it's only a month away. Oh, so then you're number eight into the Spider Verse. Pause. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. And then number seven. <laughs> Seven? Yeah, I can yep, say seven. number seven. We can talk now, Colton. Um, I know it's from a little bit. Beautiful boy? Unless we're pausing again. Nope. We're good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I paused you. Oh. Uh, Yeah, my number nine. It's just Timothy Chalamet and Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. Um, them alone make this a must-see to me. Um, And it appears just from the trailer that it's going to be an Oscar-worthy performances from both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, It looks like it's going to be tear-jerking. Um. I get excited to see Steve Carell do anything, um, especially when it's a material like this that's going to be able to showcase his dramatic talents that he has. Mm-hmm. That I, th- I think a lot of people like he's been in, been in a lot of dramatic roles, and I still feel like a lot of people see him as the comedy guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anything like this, and give him a talent like a platform to let him shine like his dramatic talents through, um, is, is something good. And uh, also, like I did say this, um, but like the father and daughter scene from eighth grade, this looks like. It's going to be that, but as an entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, absolutely. Um, I'm expecting some gut wrenching and moving stuff here. Yeah. That's really and good. And then point. I'll let you talk about the plot if you want. But Oh, I mean, the plot still seems kind of like vague. But... Even the synopsis doesn't mm-hmm. really give you a whole lot of depth, but it's just something happened between these two, whether it's just mm-hmm. the divorce and the falling away or what Chalamet's character gets himself into mm-hmm. that kind of ultimately drives that wedge. But like you were touching on with Steve Carell, like that's really what I'm dying to see what this is him get to be a character that's a little bit closer to his heart maybe in a lot of ways as a parent or whatever he is because like you said he's the comedy guy or he's taking on these roles that transform him Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways marwin's doing that um fox catcher was doing that the big Mm -hmm. short was doing that Mm -hmm. with him but now he gets to play like someone where he can just kind of dole out anything that he's he's like really felt like be the sensitive caring hugging side of Michael Scott for an entire <laughs> yeah. movie only with his beard and glasses like we got to see in the end. So that's oh, yeah. Isn't, is Amy Ryan in this one too? Yeah, she, she is. is. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's also things. So we get Good to stuff. see the uh, Michael Holly reunion on screen. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, Timothy Chalamet will do what he do. I'm not... He's good. I'm not completely sold on him yet. And maybe this is like what win my heart on. You're not sold on Timothy Chalamet as an actor? I've only seen him in one film. Lady Bird? Yeah. Oh. I still haven't. Well, you've, okay, seen, well. Inter- you've seen her stellar. He's technically yeah, in that movie. Right. <laughs> he gets his head um, patted by yeah. McConaughey once. But that's my 10 through 7. Okay. Uh, my number 10, don't know if this will be a pun or not, may just not have made any of you guys' list, is Bumblebee. I just left it off. It's not on yours? Not even an honorable mention. Not even an honorable mention. No. Oh, man. Oh, okay, so I'm going to hype this up then. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I think this is possibly the most surprising trailer of the year. Mm-hmm. Just because at this point in time, after what is it five michael bay transformers movies yes you're just like everybody's done with it you're just like no i i am done with transformers 
I thought the same way. I was like, no, the Transformers movies suck. The last two have been terrible. Abysmal. Um, <laughs> I don't even want to like ever think about them, let alone watch them again. Um, and somehow, some way, with the magic of Travis Knight that he's bringing over from Kubo and the Two Strings as the director, he infused Transformers with the shocking amount of heart and humor and uh, style and humanity and character and it surprised me to see that from a Transformers movie. So from that aspect, it kind of blew me away. Just like, I didn't, I mean, I guess technically I knew that they could ultimately achieve this, but you didn't actually, I didn't actually think that they would ever get to this place because you would think Michael Bay just has his hands just tied around Transformers. Just like, Nope, we're doing big explosions, have hot girls in here every couple of seconds just to distract you from the terrible dialogue and plot. And but then they deliver the terrible dialogue. Exactly. <laughs> but they're like, but look at look how beautiful they are. <laughs> and It worked sometimes. It did. And at, at this point, they're just like, we're going not in the complete opposite direction, but we're giving you this coming-of-age story with uh, Iron Giant type of feels, yeah. with this girl mm-hmm. finding a car, finding this lost vehicle that is, you know, and adapting that into the world and th- it's going to be supposedly tied into a larger mythology and have like glimpses of Cybertron but mm-hmm. then Optimus Prime may show up and it just and it's also got Haley Steinfeld who I'm a huge fan of uh, whether it's from Edge of 17 or Pitch Perfect 2 or even going back to like Ender's Game when like Wonder for or True Grit when she was uh, a little yeah, bit younger True Grit, I think wow. uh, Steinfeld I think is just a very talented rising actress and to see her get this kind of leading role um I'm completely on board for this. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you um, gave a caveat or a qualif- qualifier there. No, it's a complete opposite turn, I think. It's, mm-hmm. It looks sensitive in a yeah. lot of ways. And, like, you know, like, they're going for emotion, not spectacle. Yeah. And that's, you, you don't expect to say that about a Michael Bay-related property. No. But Travis Knight is making it seem like um, Transformers movies have always been this yeah it's like he's showing you what they always should have been exactly and it's like if you're not like if you don't like connect when like she's like touching like b's head and like it's like man like that it just gets you it should have this is what this is what the steven spielberg should have directed the first transformers and you would have had something probably closer to home like this maybe i don't know like it just felt like et yeah i mean the first Transformers is definitely the closest thing to the sort of tone and style that bumblebee's going for and yeah just even kind of the general discovery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like, it looks like Bumblebee is going to just knock it out of the park in ways. The first insurance just did not do. Amen. For sure. So, uh, super excited for Bumblebee. Um, my number nine, we'll see if it's on either of you guys list, but, uh, backseat. Yeah. Pause. Okay. Uh, then my number eight is Bohemian Rhapsody. Anybody, anybody? No, 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 no. That'll be Uh, good. Okay. It's, uh, I just I'm a I'm a big fan of uh musical biopics like mm-hmm. Straight Outta Compton from 2015. Yeah, 2015. Um I thought was phenomenal and this this isn't obviously the same crew or anything but it's the same style and Remy Malik in the leading role as Freddie Mercury just looks like he's going to deliver um in every sense of the word. Um yeah, I mean, I maybe would wish this wasn't Brian Singer directing the movie, but Dexter Fletcher's coming in to save the day and so I don't expect him to he's not going to be the credited director on the project but he has some involvement and whether he delivered the movie and finished it up or cut the movie whatever he did um 
even just the trailers themselves have just they just sell me and they show me all the different aspects that I wanted to see whether it's the making of Queen's iconic music or diving deeper into Freddie Mercury's life and I think it has all the kind of the classic biopic elements to it that you need but also then it has the epic Queen concerts and the great looking um, and choreographed you know concerts themselves and to see all that stuff on the big screen this fall I, it's something I, I I really can't wait for yeah for sure. So then my number seven, last one for me on this turn, is Bad Times at the El Royale. Pause. Woo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, you were quick with that. That that's was, that was like, a quick. That's like a number one or number two type of a pause. Yeah, that, that, was, that was, he was Wait, ready for that one. That. Well, he was ready for that one. Um, so on that pause then, Colton, let's move on to your number six. My number six is going to be Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Pause. All right. Ooh. My number five, Bad Times at the El Royale. Okay, it's my number five. Okay, so yeah, do we no. want to Josh, talk not about on that yours. Now, um, he can he can talk about it. I mean, it's right up. It's it, close. it's on your list. It's on my list, and it's close. It's how close? One. I okay, so the, it's your six. It's my four. Oh, well, okay. Well, oh, well, then we'll, we'll just we'll, talk about it later. Oh, we'll, we'll pause. We're starting yeah. from seven mm-hmm. and pausing. Or wait, sorry, it was your five. Yes. Okay, so yes, we, yes, sorry, I was. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. We'll so, talk about it now. Talk okay, about yes, now. please. Uh, you want me to lead, or it's your turn. Okay. Gotcha. So bad times at the El Royale. Uh, mystery movies have always intrigued me, mm-hmm. and um, you got you get Drew Goddard coming off of uh, he's writing, producing as well as directing. Um, or I think he's writing, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. So um, it, it's his, it's only his second movie, right? Yeah. After Cabin in the Woods, yep. which was you know just like a, such a fun play on the horror genre and messing with those tropes and everything. Um, so yeah, I mean to see him come in with a mystery movie involving the talents of people like Chris Hemsworth, Nick Offerman, John Hamm, Jeff Bridges, just to name a few. I mean, Dakota Johnson's in there mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah. I mean, it just looks like it's going to be fun and engaging. And um, like I said, a mystery movie, uh, don't know much about it. Don't really want to, I think I'm going to try to avoid some more trailers if they come out, but mm-hmm. I've only seen the one so far and uh, <laughs> that's all I really got to say about it. I'm just excited to see it. Yeah, see what it, kind of unfolds. It's very Tarantino-esque in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Not not just in terms of um, the, the premise, which is like you know something that looks like it's going to be wildly stylish, but also gruesome with like mm-hmm. a very complicated plot. Um, or the violence is going to be you know very uh, present or out there in the open. I guess how yeah. about that? You know, very it's going to be a a part of it i think in a lot of ways at least um we can we get that feel with chris hemsworth's mm-hmm. character and just the demeanor of everyone else in there everyone's got some kind of angle or some kind of play or some kind of you know long backstory that it's been written out for them for them to spiel out mm-hmm. and you learn it's either true or false and like you said the mystery and i didn't know nick offerman was in this movie you uh, so i He's not. He's not in the trailers. Not in the trailers. But oh, is he with the fat mat? Um, is he the larger husky masked guy in there? I hope he doesn't become like mm. a big plot point. That I thought that was uh, Jeff Bridges, the one that's like walking through the street and there's like money falling around him. Yeah, yeah. I think that's Jeff yeah, Bridges. I think that's Jeff yeah. Bridges. Yeah. Okay. So. Or at least I feel like the trailer implies that because they cut right to him after that shot, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes. Okay. Well, either way. Um, that's interesting. I didn't know that. But yeah, like all, all these elements, I think it looks really stylish as well. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it could be something that's really cool. But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, I really, uh, the trailer's just so stylish. And I mean, I've only seen Cabin Woods, I think, once. Yeah, mm-hmm. same like, here. 
several years ago, and I'm but I'm looking forward to rewatching it again just to get you know refamiliarized with uh, Drew Goddard. But just everything about it looks great. I mean, Chris Hemsworth is just you you would have thought like by this point like oh you know what you're getting with chris hemsworth but like no like he keeps adding like these new like twists and like he looks like creepy like his weird like dance in the rain or whatever like it's just like uh, (laughs) it just sticks in your head and you're just like i i want to see like what's going on in this hotel with like these like see-through walls and like why they're like spying on the people that are in there but who's calling the shots and like there's there's a lot of interesting um, elements to it that mm-hmm. I just really can't wait to see and figure out and see how it all plays out. Yeah, and then also Michael, Gio- Michael Giacchino is scoring this, Ooh. and it's oh, the nice. first time he's been doing so- – it's the first time in a while that he's doing something that is not a direct sequel. <laughs> he gets to basically start from Do scratch here. new, yeah. And I'm interested to see that too because yeah. depending on how he, how he does, we could have like a movie that we say is – that's iconic for some mm-hmm. reason. Yeah, that's a good point. So then, Colton, your number four. Uh, Ralph breaks the internet is my number four. Let's talk about it. Or unless Josh need a pause. No pause. Okay. okay. It is. It is my number five. Okay. For the record. So Colton. Okay. Take it so away. Um, I still think this looks like it's shaping up to be a Disney classic. I know throwing around that word a lot lately, <laughs> but um, yeah, the cleverness of the first one looks like it's carrying over, arguably even more so with the footage that's already been shown. Mm-hmm. Um. Gal Gadot just recently being announced to join yeah. the cast yeah. also adds to the movie. Um, I'm very excited to see what they're going to do with other other Disney properties in here, like with Marvel and Star mm-hmm. Wars, um, which are hinted at in the trailer. But and uh, you know, of course, the classic Disney fair, like the iconic Disney princesses right. and all that good stuff. So I think it's just going to be a surefire hit. Yeah, I st- mm-hmm. every time any any of that princess stuff comes on screen, it just like that scene just looks just so well done like so funny uh even like the the jab at brave like oh she's from she's from the other studio yeah. which i know josh isn't a fan of but it's it's a funny moment <laughs> i just think it otherizes them and it's not that cool but uh but you know i just love like all that stuff and like you mentioned all the kind of on the nose uh disney mentions but then you know bringing in gal Gadot and like her involvement in the plot sounds cool and interesting like getting to hopefully see more like the race elements because i did love uh, I don't remember what the game was called. Candy something? Candy Crush? Not, not Candy Crush. Candy uh, Rush. Yeah, I think that's what it candy was. Candy Rush? Is that it? That doesn't um, sound right. No, it doesn't. It's something Rush. Candy, not Candy Candy Land. Rushers. No, it's something Rush, though. That We're on the right track. Uh, Josh yeah. looks it up. But that race at the end of the first record, Ralph, is so fun that to see like uh, Vanellope do that against or with Gal Gadot, I think it's something really fun. But I also want to see how they dive deeper into the internet because I still don't think that very first trailer was like, oh, we need to go to this place. I don't remember exactly what Vanellope says, but like, oh, that can only be, a, that can only, only fits one description and it's the Disneyland, uh, you know, at the internet. And I still don't think it's that. Sugar Rush. Sugar Rush, okay. of course. Um, so I want to see like if they dive into like Google or like it looks like they'll have like an, like an eBay ripoff or something like an auction house going on. And like, I just want to see how they play with all those internet elements like we kind of know now how they're or at least why they're going there is to help fix uh sugar rush because vanellope's car is broken down in the game so they have to go find a new part for it so that's why they go online so it's not just like oh hey this new plug's here let's Mm -hmm. us two go on this and nobody else um but i also want to know how like fix it felix gets involved and there's still more like questions i want to know um but at this point the trailers just look just really uh charming i guess so josh did not make your list is that correct did not okay fair enough so then we'll move to josh kind of feel ashamed now sorry just i just had to clarify <laughs> uh 
You're number six then. I'm, I'm, can we talk about widows? Is it too soon? Ooh, it's too soon. Just a little bit too soon. Just a well, little bit too soon. Probably too soon to talk about Creed 2. Oh, yeah. All right. And oh, yeah. I've already spoken about bad times <laughs> at the El Royale. That was your number four? That was my number four. Oh, so that, that's your turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Good stuff, Josh. Thanks for that section. I'm glad uh, to share. <laughs> uh, so my number six is A Star is Born. Oh, yes. Not on anybody's list? No. No. All right. Um, I, it's a, it's. It's it's really just because of that first trailer, honestly. Like, uh, I guess the only trailer that's out so far. It every time, like that moment they build to Lady Gaga walking on the, onto that stage, and like facing her fears and singing out there with Bradley Cooper, and right every time she does it, and then the the sequence that comes after, just the editing, the music, everything, just it hits me every time, and I'm just like, man, like I just get goosebumps. I don't know why, but like that trailer just works for me. The movie may not live up to that i have no idea at this point but bradley cooper looks like he's going to have a a very good directorial debut i mean steven spielberg's already like working with him on his directorial follow-up it looks like so to me that signals that the stars born is something potentially special um and lady gaga even looks like she gives a really good performance and i mean she can definitely sing so that helps with her character um i just really want to know kind of more and really see this movie because i think it just really looks terrific so all right uh my number five ralph breaks the internet which we just talked about and now we can finally talk about widows all my number right. four awesome. uh, it's again it's the the recurring theme of this kind of anticipated section just kind of the trailers because that's for the most part what we have the basis off of and widows just has one of the i think the strongest first trailers of the year because just like the setup, the premise of these these ladies who lose their husbands, but they they have to continue on these cons and these heists. And like, I love Viola Davis's line of like, they don't think we have the balls to do it. And it's just like, yeah, you're 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 true. You're right. Like, I can't say that's a wrong opinion to have. And I it just looks like such a different movie from Steve McQueen going from Twelve Years a Slave to this. It's definitely more mainstream. Like, I don't think this is going to be a best picture contender or anything, probably, but it could definitely be one of the kind of more under the radar, but best executed kind of action heist films that come this year. And will it, you know, rival mission possible fallout as we talked about in our um, best of the year so far, this is in terms of, you know, you got to talk about this or mad backs. I don't know if it can reach those action heights, but in terms of thrills execution, the cast it has is uh, just phenomenal from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. It just it, lo- it looks like something uh, really special. Uh, the movie I would compare it to just off trailer and feel alone is The Dark Knight. Like I mean that's that's the level of intrigue and oh, drama boy. I'm getting out of this thing. And I, and, so, I and it's only number six. And you're, you're getting Dark Knight comparisons. I, it's your six. I'm just. I mean, like, there's <laughs> other movies I'm hyped for, more hyped for than this. Um, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you could go down. It's basically every great actor right now, starting mm-hmm. with Viola Davis, who's at the top of her game with everything she's doing. But then you, they have got Daniel Kaluuya in there, John Berthold, Colin Farrell, and Robert Duvall, and Brian Tyree Henry yeah. from Atlanta is yeah. in there, too. I mean, you, you could He's go He's starting all. to make a name for himself. He yes. showed up in, like, he, White Boy Rick. He showed up uh-huh. in Hotel yes. Artemis. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's, he's going to be in another movie we'll talk about briefly. Yeah, yeah. I'm stoked. <laughs> I'm Elizabeth Debicki and Colin Farrell and Berthold are in there as well. Right. You got to mention Turnbull. Did course. you mention him? Who? Liam Neeson. Oh, yeah, of course, the godfather mm-hmm. here. Um, <laughs> yeah, so 
it just looks like some, I mean, yeah, like I said, you basically touched on everything there is to say about McQueen, but I don't know. It feels like something different mm-hmm. and that's good. And that's what you want. From You've movies. got Gillian Flynn writing the screenplay yeah. too, mm-hmm. which is something to, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Off of Gone Girl. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then uh, also I just like to throw in there like, I love, for whatever reason, I just love the execution of the shot at the end of the first trailer where it just shows Viola Davis, like, sitting there holding the gun. Yeah. Just, like, it just seems so tense because, like, you can tell she's just, like, not in her element. Well, but... Man, that that shot, the more I watch it, I'm just like, is there, like, a twist? Like, are the husbands not dead? Like, is that why she's, like, she can't shoot the person? Because, like, she goes to rob him and it's like, here's Liam Neeson. He's not not dead. (laughs) And you're like, oh, shoot. Because it's, I think it's either that or it's like what you were talking yeah. about. Like she, that's can't, good. That's can't the she do this? Of, yeah, that I, that I think that's definitely the vibe they're going for. But maybe it's just my crazy conspiracy mind. I'm just like I don't know. That, there's just something about that. <laughs> I don't know if it, I don't know if that's what they're going for actually. So um, we'll move on then to Colton and year number three. All right, number three is uh, Venom. Um, Not on my list. <laughs> Okay. Excuse me. <laughs> Please say more. Okay. So explain yourself. Okay. My excitement uh, <laughs> dropped a decent amount with the announcement of Marvel Studios non-involvement. Um, however, Marvel Studios not being directly involved could be a good thing. Um, given that Sony might have more creative freedom to develop the story, although we'll have to wait and see because they're developing some type of Spider-Verse. <laughs> and so that could kind of hinder the all of that good stuff, but um, I could go on with some negatives about this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stay positive. Okay, are, are you okay with it reportedly going PG-13 instead of R? I'm a, I'm disappointed in that. Okay, because we, we were promised a Venom R-rated movie. If it was R, would getting. it be higher on your list? If they were like, yeah, it's it'd still be not, it'd still be number three. Okay, so like, okay, the reason this is why it's number three for me. The character of Venom is just awesome. He's been one of my favorite Marvel villains or anti-heroes, whatever you want to call him, for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since I popped in that, uh, had first exposure to Spider-Man, you know, comics, popping in the PlayStation 1 game, yeah. fighting Venom in that. It was just always really cool. Having Tom Hardy in the lead role just completely elevates the movie in my eyes. Like, I wouldn't be as excited as I am if it weren't for Tom Hardy playing mm-hmm. the role. Um, I think I think the look of Venom is great. There's a lot of positive reactions that came out of Comic Con with the footage they show they were shown, and apparently they didn't show in the trailer, that new trailer that yeah. we got. So there's a lot of stuff we haven't seen yet. Um, Woody Harrelson's involved, which adds some intrigue, and uh, you know there's carnage rumors surrounding the movie too, which kind of builds to the hype for me. And um, I go on the record here and say, you know, the turd line in the trailer, yeah, not completely against it. I just I've heard the line before the trailer because mm-hmm. it, it's like a kind of a popular line in Venom lore. Okay, um, I believe it's from the comics. Like I've heard it before because I oh. think they, I think he says it in one of the video games too. That sheds so some like, light on it. So like when I saw it come up in the trailer, I know I understand the negative reaction to it, but I think it kind of like it was a for the fan moment. I, yeah, that's what it kind of felt like to me. Okay, like yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, I still need to see the evidence of that. Yeah, I, I, so, I've tried googling that reference i've heard it like something else. i've heard it before but yeah like it kind of goes with his sense of humor too he's got kind of like this twisted sense of humor that may not be funny for everyone but venom mm-hmm. you know so i mean like yeah just me having it at number three i i don't know i 
can't not justify putting it high up on my list just because yeah. I've been excited for it way back when it was announced all those years ago and it's been a development hell this mm-hmm. whole time. So <laughs> to see it, you know, finally coming out, um, to, the quality of the movie, we'll have to wait and see. I'm rooting for it, but yeah, I mean, I had it pretty high up at the beginning of the you year. Did. You did. It was um, your number as five. Well as Josh. As, yeah, Josh, Josh <laughs> so, had it number five. So, yeah. Josh, what, what changed? It, Just the trailers, yeah. The trailers Which I don't blame you have brought me, yeah, thank you. Uh-huh. They have brought me to a place where this movie isn't going for anything Special. super serious. Yeah. It wants to be, it doesn't want to be, it wants to be more pulpy and mm-hmm. um, it wants to try to fit into all four quadrants while still being dark. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think you can do that with Venom. I don't. I think you need I to go. I like the whole, direction. I like the whole like Jekyll and Hyde type thing they got going on too. I think it's going to, I think that aspect of the movie looks like it's going to be well done. I, it could be, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely one that's a <laughs> wild card for sure. I'm just saying like it, Solely comes at number three because my excitement's still pretty high for this. Yeah, it, regardless of yeah. some some of the. Trailers. It's because you're you're a big Venom fan, yeah. so inherently you want to see him on the big screen. Exactly. Hopefully done right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like just wash out that bad taste yeah. that Spider Man Three gave me. You can't fault it. There are just too many question marks for me to yeah, continue. For sure. yeah. Same. Saying I'm hyped for it. Mm-hmm. All right. So then, Josh, we go to your number three. You can finally talk, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I definitely know none of you guys have Anna and the Apocalypse on what? your lists. Anna in the Apocalypse? Pause. What? No. <laughs> really? I'd just be surprised. Um, a zombie comedy musical. And it seems like it's Shaun of the Dead esque, which. Can be good, can be bad, um, but everything I've seen so far in this movie directed by John McPhail looks kind of delightful. Um, Christmas is my favorite time of the year. I love a good zombie movie, regardless of you know what where it fits and what kind of place it goes. And I don't know, it just kind of seems like a joyride in a lot of ways. There's about a two-minute trailer out, it'll drop it. Um, out in theaters in two months or so, I think. I don't remember the yeah, exact it has, date. Yeah, it has a limited release of November 30th yeah. currently. So we'll see. Who, who knows if it goes wide? Uh, it'll definitely end up on streaming service somewhere. Um, but do, I'm, do you I know just, what the tagline of this movie is? Yes. She'll slash, she'll stab, she'll sing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, looks, looks like, it just looks wild and ridiculous, and I, I'm kind of here for it. Okay. So that's my number three. All right. Uh, my number three is when I punted you all on earlier into the Spider Verse. Uh-huh. Um, again, that for the both trailers, the second you see the animation style for this, I don't know if it's possible to not be instantly hooked on this movie just because it just looks so different than any other animation style you've seen before. Um, I love the way that they're going bigger than i think you can go in a live action setting of well can we really have a hundred foot you know green goblin flying around attacking <laughs> spider-man no that would look ridiculous in live action <laughs> like if mm-hmm. spider-man was fighting a dragon basically but yeah. they can do that in an animated setting and be like hey that's like different and cool um but you can also go bigger with the scope and introduce the concept of a spider-verse and have a peter parker and a miles morales and a spider gwen and spider ham and <laughs> um 
what's the what's the one Nick Cage is voicing? Uh, uh, Spider Man Noir. Yeah. yeah. Like they're like they're diving into all of these like really deep cut crazy characters and they're going really unique with the designs of it all whether it's um you know the introduction of like bringing all these like, comic booky elements into it whether it's like the having like the the dialogue boxes pop up or yeah. the the quick like freeze frames to make it look like a actual comic panel as he's like jumping over a car or something like all of those visual cues mm-hmm. i think just make it look so excellent and i it's coming on imax which i really can't wait to see because it's like him like pushing off the building in that first trailer and just like falling down it's just like it just looks so good and to see miles morales get some screen time um in the biggest way possible i mean other than like a live action debut but this is his story with you know peter parker's chiming in and gwen stacy chiming in but seeing him this is the other brian tyree henry movie he's voicing miles is uh dad that's right um and, I, and, that? and that joke of uh you know where he flips on the side and says son <laughs> you gotta say it too and he's like dad i don't want <laughs> it's like you gotta say i love you i love you dad yeah dad i love you you gotta say something like that and he's like dad i, I love you he's like all right have a good day <laughs> it's like it's like that's that is, that is some great family stuff and i that is always what is at the i think the core of the best moments of spider-man is how he balances the personal life with the superhero life. And if it's like that time, like, but also he's like dealing with school and family and trying to be a superhero, but also trying to learn from another superhero. Yeah. There's so many different elements to it. That I think really just make this so exciting as a animated property, which is kind of weird. Cause that, I think typically you don't, at least personally, I don't get super excited for most animated movies, but I mean, this is a little different because it is Marvel and I mean, you get excited for Pixar and stuff, but like this just looks like something different in terms of a blockbuster animated movie. Yeah. And I don't think I could really layer on any of my other thoughts. I'm sorry. I took it all. No, but yeah, I mean, you've, you've got, you've got it higher up on your list. So anything I can add is just saying, I totally agree. Um, those elements, it's going to spawn a new generation of animation. Um, and I think that's aside from how cool the story appears and aside from John Mulaney getting to voice Spider-Ham, my favorite comedian, um, the animation's going to be something that's going to be great. Yeah, okay. since you guys already touched on the visuals, I mean, the visuals alone are, excite me about this movie, but to throw on top of that that it's a Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. um, with a aspect we haven't seen before in Miles Morales just only adds to the excitement and the hype. Um and Spider-Man's world just offers so much storytelling potential, um, even without all the dimension hopping that's going to be taking yeah. place in this movie. Um, and also, Phil Lord comes on to write the movie, too. So this has all the potential to be something special. Mm-hmm. It does. So then we move to Colton and his number two. My number two is one that you have already mentioned. Uh, Backseat is Ooh, my number two. Excellent. Why well, I don't even know what this movie well, is. Well, we'll tell you about it. We'll tell you all about it. Do you want me to start on it? It's, okay. it's your number two, does, man. All right, you take so, it. Um, the excitement for me alone stems from the talent involved here. Adam McKay is directing. That's um, what he's been doing. Yeah, so he's he's responsible some, for some of my favorite comedies ever put on film. But also, and also, The Big Short was just fantastic. Phenomenal. Yeah, um, he proved with The Big Short that he could create something <laughs> extremely entertaining and unique. Right. Josh is just hating himself. I oh, just realized what it, we were talking about. Yeah. Now, please tell me more. Yeah, so the, <laughs> the cast is phenomenal here. You get Christian Bale playing Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's due for another yet another Oscar nomination with this, proving why he's the best method actor working today. I mean, you could make an argument for Jake Gyllenhaal. Love the guy too. So I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be mad if you said that. But 
to me, Christian Bale is still the uh, premier best. The, the body method, change is method actor. Something else. Yeah. So um, you get Steve Carell in the sporting cast. You get Amy Adams. You get Sam Rockwell. You get Bill Pullman. It's just it just looks like it's going to be a surefire Oscar contender once again for Adam McKay, and yeah, is the I can only hope that this kind of carries over with his next. I get I know he's got a Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, he's got that bad movie blood. coming up next, uh, which is another biopic. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like this will probably hype that movie up. But yeah, I mean, that's just the talent involved. Mm-hmm. Um, the Oscar potential just has it up there at number two for me yep i i mean it is only my number nine because i mean yes because we haven't seen anything the, yet exactly and we don't even have a release date do we i th- i think it i think we do have one of december i think it's that 21st yes. i think it'll it's, probably be mm-hmm. limited and we'll probably get yeah. it later on right kind of um, like short. which is at this point in the kind of build to award season is exactly what you want to hear out of this movie mm-hmm. to get a limited release go wide you know in in late january right before oscar season or right before the oscars happen and we build up the critics build up all this hype through the award circuit and then regular audiences and us schmoes go see it and we're like wow this is um right on par with the big short and i think i i just really want to know the tone of this movie because big short was able to go dramatic but then also had those fun cutaway scenes of with like margot robbie or selena mm-hmm. gomez and like is uh, are like perfect. are like <laughs> are like those like I don't think that's going to be involved with backseat because it's like a Dick Cheney movie, uh-huh. but like um I want I want to see what they do differently like how Adam McKay like adapts his style if he goes more dramatic if he if he like goes even further into drama or if he like takes some comedic elements into the story too but with the the cast assembled with McKay writing or directing it it is. Uh, it is just a, a very exciting project, obviously. I do not know what they chose to title that movie. <laughs> oh, man. But do you wish you, I mean. I, like, you know, honestly, um, this isn't something I'm probably going to rush to the theater to see. So Really? Yeah. I mean, I will wait for it. Um, mostly, mainly because I know Dick Cheney is a pretty big guy. He's a, he's a guy. <laughs> Who he, we is, he is a man who I hate. So you know, I I will be interested to see what Adam McKay's thing is with this. His angle, uh-huh. his if it's satire or if it's more like um, it makes the big short of satire too in a way. But yeah, that that is a really great point. I'm I'm especially interested to see what Sam Rockwell does because he <laughs> is George Bush, yeah. and how they have him written is going to be. Uh, That'll be very interesting. Are they going to go with the character? Or are they going to go with something a little bit more nuanced? Unless, you know, um, behind the scenes isn't nuanced. But we'll see. Uh, yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. Oh, man. I forgot about this. Tyler Perry's playing Colin Powell. Uh, if, <laughs> if, you'd know, if you knew. So, I mean, you're saying that you're not, you wouldn't rush out to the theater. So, this would not have even made your list even if, if you really kn- I, knew about it. If I had actually known it was getting a release this year because I wasn't paying attention mm-hmm. at all. Um, I probably would have slid it in there like near the end to 10. I probably okay. could have let Stanley Tucci's silence, <laughs> let the silence go by. Yes. All right. Fair enough. Um, but Josh, what is your number two? My number two is something that you guys have probably heard the title of, or maybe seen reviews of, but it's the man who killed Hitler. And then the Bigfoot directed by Robert Krakowski and starring Sam Elliott. No? Oh, okay. no, no, no idea. No idea. Mm-mm. It's been making its way through festivals all year. Um, this is this is why it's not my number one. Well, number one is miles better anyway. But there's been no trailer for it, 
and it's just had a slew of reviews that have seemed to be somewhat positive to not very positive um, in a lot of ways. But it's about a World War II veteran, Sam Elliott, who was a part of this secret mission who assassinated Hitler, and now he's living out his life you know, as an ex-vet of World War II, minding his own business, when the CIA shows up and says, Sam, or Mr. whatever his name is, I forget yeah. the character name, we need you to go kill the Bigfoot because the Ruskies are after him. And he's going to go kill Bigfoot. Um, and a lot of the early hype around it is he's, Sam Elliott is kind of playing himself in some parts of it, about like a gentleman who's moved on from war and he's just hunting Bigfoot. So it kind of becomes meditational rather than this grand adventure um, type of a film. Okay. And that interests me a lot. So... Yeah. I think I'm on board for that. <laughs> I'm I'm very I'm very excited because the title just grabs you by the collar and says <laughs> you will see this movie, and the story inside of it um, is really interesting to me. Okay, um, my number two then is First Man. Uh, pause. I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. Pause. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> I was a little worried. Um, so then. I guess, well, I guess not pause. We'll move into both of your number ones. Uh, I guess we can talk about First Man. First Man. First Man number one. Both of your number ones. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it. Colton. Colton. Josh. Somebody's talking about it. Okay. Well, um, we know that we're going to get, at the very least, a great movie with it coming from Damien Chazelle. He has no reason to make us think any other reason with La La Land and Whiplash just being fantastic as they were. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Directors like Chazelle are something to get excited about, almost to the point of it makes it like an event movie, mm-hmm. event film, you know. Uh, yeah, like like I said, La La Land and Whiplash, both perfect movies in my mind. Um, Ryan Gosling, he's been on a hot streak as of late, and uh, I think from what we've seen so far from the filmmaking choices and editing that they're doing with the trailers that we've seen, like with the, uh, especially that extended scene. Yeah, the IMAX feature, yeah. Um, just it makes it look like it's gonna it's going for an immersive experience, mm-hmm. which is you know something to get excited about, especially when you're seeing an IMAX. So um, this is shaping itself up to be like one of the best movies of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's your number one, obviously, mm-hmm. Josh. It's your number one. Uh, Colton kind of said, kind of set the stage there. It's Chazelle kind of moving his whiplash is him saying, "I can tell a story." Mm-hmm. Lala was him saying, "I can tell a story with some flair," and now First Man is him saying. I can tell, I can bring you in to my story. Mm-hmm. That feature up before yeah. Fallout was just that grand example of it. You're shaking, you're rattling, you're as nervous as, I mean, you're probably not as nervous as Neil Armstrong was, but you are, you're being rattled as much as they are in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And that experience is going to be something incredible. But also, Ryan Gosling, I'm, I'm a sucker for him right now um, for so many reasons other than, Beyond Blade Runner, but I mean La La Land as well. That helps. Yeah. Uh, but then you could go all you could go down the list here from Claire Foy to Kyle Chandler to Paul Schreiber to uh, Corey Scholl, Christopher Abbott, Jason Clark, and the list just keeps going on and on mm-hmm. from there. So the cast is stacked, and it's shaping up to be a, like a really good, compelling drama about space travel. Mm-hmm. And also the movie looks immaculate too. Um, you, you can pick any one of the images that yeah people magazine dropped or just that you've seen in the trailers and you know it's about being on the apex of discovery and there's just like a lot of high-mindedness about space travel in there that i i always love hearing about 
I mean, I don't know if we need a space force, but the idea <laughs> that we need to reach beyond our own stratosphere um, and the grand ideas that that invokes is really cool to me. So, now, I need to pick your brain, Josh. Mm-hmm. If I recall correctly, the very first First Man trailer, you I, skipped it. I, I said no. It just doesn't seem like something I would see by and, the trailer. And then when the IMAX featurette came around, you gave your ticket to something else that week. I still well because we'd already seen the featurette. Yeah, we saw we saw it that week. Yes. And so you said, "Nope, I'll give my ticket to something else." Mm-hmm. So technically, with ticket skipping, you skipped first man both times. Yes. But it's still your number one. It is still my number one because I'm still hyped for it. Okay. No, I mean nothing has changed. Uh, I still look at this poster of Ryan Gosling and his helmet. I mean. You made it our banner um, on Friends of Film, and I am just so happy it's there. <laughs> I'm very content on looking at it for the next six months or well, until whatever it lands in theaters around here. I mean, hopefully, cur- currently it's October, October 12th. That is its, Which I think it's still that is its wide, wide release. release. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's not limited. Um, Which per- is good to see. Per- yeah. I mean, yes, I want to see First Man as soon as possible, but also, like, like – not selfishly, I guess, but for the sake of the movie, mm-hmm. I would I, I would <laughs> like it if they like like we're actually gonna move it back to December. Like it would pay me to have to wait three or four more months to see the movie, mm-hmm. but that also signaled that this movie is exceptional yeah. and is going to get like awards contention. So like they push it back to that like release schedule, and not to say that it won't get those awards praises in October because I think I it mean, still can, but uh, it is interesting if nothing else at this point you kind of have to leave it there yeah. because you didn't take it to festivals or, or anything like that not correct? yet i mean it's pre- it going to tiff it's premiering this next week i think at tiff oh okay they i are. think so, so that'll tell us that'll tell us that'll tell us a lot and i mean yeah i mean it's both of you guys number one it's my number two it's no um debate that this is one of the most distant movies not only here at friends of film but just in general because of chazelle's body of work because of ryan gosling being involved um claire foy you you, got, you ran through the entire cast josh i mean everything about this just uh is shaping up excellently and you guys kind of covered it all so i'll move on to my number one which just barely edged out first man creed 2 oh, yeah. uh, because when it comes down to it if you had to put me in a theater today and say cooper you can see first man or creed 2 what are you seeing i'm seeing creed 2 because that first Creed is so well done. And yes, I know Ryan Coogler's not back as the director for this movie, but he was involved in the uh, hiring of Stephen Capel Jr. He gave his he gave his blessing, his endorsement of him coming on board to take over. And so if Capel, who I saw his first movie, The Land, and it is very well done. And if Coogler's like, this guy can do it next. If Coogler's got faith in him, I've got faith in him as well, even more so. Um, so... Just to see the next adventure of Creed, having it come, I mean, it is still three years after the fact, but I'm glad it's three years and not four or five years when like Ryan Coogler's schedule like, clears up eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, the first trailer grows on me every time I see it. The overlay of Kendrick Lamar's DNA yeah. uh, hits so hard every time. And getting to see more of Tessa Thompson and Michael B. Jordan together, but also Sylvester Stallone. Um, his involvement in the script process along with Chihari Coker, the showrunner of Luke Cage, I think has a an interesting combo of the um, racial, social um, talking points that Coogler did with Creed. Um, 
Hidari Coker does that a lot with Luke Cage, obviously, but then Sylvester Stallone brings the classic Rocky uh, fanboy isms, I guess, possibly to the franchise, maybe beefing up uh, Rocky's role. Um, and I just want to see how this relationship has grown, what Adonis is up to now, and all the action, the character stuff looks like maybe not on the same level of the first Creed, but it looks at least close to it. And I just, I just cannot wait to see uh, what comes next. Yeah. Um, that first trailer is vivid mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. You already mentioned how it pairs well with DNA. And I'm just waiting for the second one at this point. Yeah. And uh, we've been waiting a while. So yeah. I got to imagine it's going to be gotta come good. soon. Um, I was hoping I tweeted out this week. I was like, I'm really hoping for that Creed two trailer soon. Yeah. Hoping that like, you know, Michael B. Jordan be like, Hey, yeah, let's do Cooper a favor and right. drop it today. <laughs> and just put it in your inbox. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Hey, thanks guys. Don't share this friends of film exclusive or something, but you know, maybe next time MBJ. <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, there's, I mean, there's a lot of things. I'm just mostly excited for the cut. I don't want to say retcon cause that word's overused, but the way they're turning the injustice of Apollo Creed, the injustice is done to Apollo Creed and his character mm-hmm. in the Rocky franchise around the, the pivot that's happening towards him and the story that they're telling that way. Um, and then, you know, cable juniors already got some, some crazy cool images yeah. out of this already. Um, the fights are going to be the moment of truth. I'll forgive any different avenues they go down um but as long as seeing adonis get punched up or not adonis yeah yeah it's adonis okay i just question yeah seeing how he gets beat up or how he throws those back at drago's kid mm-hmm. um that'll be where the money's made yeah so that brings us to the end of our top 10 right uh i had creed too as well oh sorry yes uh, just i just wanted to say uh the trailer best trailer i've seen all year Woo. Yeah, for me, for me personally, and it's your number um, seven. Yeah, no, number seven. I'm only saying that because um, uh, I'm confident in the direction the story's taking, but I feel like I know where it's going. That that's that being fair. said, the trailer put a lot of my concerns about that to ease because mm-hmm. if it's as epic as as it is in the trailer, like I'm not going to care how generic <laughs> the story gets. Um, like that Drago shot, mm-hmm. like Drago's son. Mm-hmm. is just so epic at the end like when he just turns around i don't know and then that the shot where he's just in the pool just like yes that's yes. like one of my favorite shots yeah How are they it was just so cool that? and then yeah just michael b jordan returning coming off of killmonger yep just, yeah yeah I, I, all good points Colin. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh let's compile our consensus list here then as after we each gave our top 10 individuals um I have a lot of honorable mentions that didn't even make the list. All right, we will we'll see if we if we can compile this list quick enough, this consensus. No, we saying, can maybe like run through a couple honorable mentions. Many different That's fair. That's fair enough. Avenues. Um so number one is pretty clearly first man. I mean, it's almost my number one. Um so it is definitely the number one consensus because both your number ones as well. Um so then it's either Creed Two or Bad Times. Any opinions? Anybody? Anybody? Who had where did we all have bad, bad times? times? Landed at four for me, and it was five for me. Yeah, and it was seven for me. Versus Creed, Creed, Creed is five my one, me. five and seven. Ooh, it's kind of. I a, feel. I feel like it's since you're it's your number one. We got to put Creed. Yeah, ahead. I okay. Feel like that ranking okay. and that positioning over okay. powers. Okay, I, I will gladly accept. Uh, so then we'll do bad times at the mm-hmm. Royale at Please. three. Um, much higher than either of us had it. Interesting enough. Um, and then. The other one we have in common, it's either Spider-Verse or Widows. I've got Spider-Verse higher, I know. Yeah. yeah looks like Spider-Verse is going to have to go. Spider-Verse and then Widows? Yep. 
And then after that, let's see what's what's next. I mean, backseat is Colton's two, and it's my nine. I have some serious regrets about not having that on my list, at so least you, so you somewhere. Want, so you want backseat? So I feel like backseat should go on there. Okay. Um, what else is there? There's Ralph Breaks the Internet. Me and Colton both had it at five and four. Yep. Um, that definitely belongs next. All right. Josh has been very... Green. Well, I mean, I went out of my way for <laughs> three films here. So, um, Beautiful Boy, you guys had it seven and nine. I did not have it on my list, but it's definitely an honorable mention, so I'm more than happy to include that at eight. And then at that point, it's uh, no more com- com- commonalities. Is that, yes. is, that, is that a word? That is a word, commonality. Okay. So it's uh, this is this will this is where it will be interesting because Josh put two movies that we've never heard of. In his two and three. I would like <laughs> to have the Bigfoot would, one on there. Please. Yeah. You okay. said you were sold on yeah. it, correct? Okay. The man who killed like Bigfoot is going at number nine. It just might be crazy enough to work. You know? <laughs> so, that, so then what do we do? Do we go in the apocalypse at three or at, at ten? Because that's Josh's three. Or Venom is Colton's uh, three. Get that in there. Um, the next one I have is A Star is Born at six. And that, I mean, I've already got my top five in there. I'm more than happy unless you guys are willing to get it in there. I don't see how we can't do that. Not put a star is born at, at 10. Mm-hmm. It kind of depends. I mean, I, I mean, is there is here, here are the movies that are in contention. Uh, and in the apocalypse, venom, a star is born, Bohemian Rhapsody, Holmes and Watson, hold the dark bumblebee and the silence. Is there any that you guys didn't include on your list? It's like, well, that one is like an honorable mention at least bumblebee and Holmes and Watson were the last two out on my, I list. would, I would be fine with Holmes and Watson at 10. That's okay. That's okay. Or do you, yeah, or do you, or do, really, you, do, you do you want Venom? Venom, but we can put Holmes and Watson. <sighs> Man, Venom was number three for you. Yeah. Colton has, I don't feel like that's so high on that list. Colton, Colton has eight of his movies in the top 10 already. Yeah, we can put Holmes and Watson, but I have that on and my I list. I guess too. that'd be nine. So it's really, I mean, yeah, Fair we're going, we're going Holmes and Watson. I'm going to make the executive decision here, and that I rounds feel like out. Venom's getting too much hate before it even comes out. Hey, I mean, so we we I'll I'll gladly. I don't want to eat the turtle that's it, blown in the wind, but I'll some of it's the, <laughs> I'll eat my words. Some Correct. of it appears to be deserved at this point. <laughs> we will, we will wait and see. I mean, if that's the case, then Colin, you will get, you can come back in October. And mm-hmm. said, you guys were so wrong. Well, I mean, like, I hope I'm not wrong, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, I hope you're not wrong either. Like, I hope Venom's incredible. Mm-hmm. But at this point, just don't have the interest in it. I don't root for movies to fail very no. often unless they're Ever, directed really. by, like, Dinesh D'Souza. But that's it. So <laughs> I think we're good. All right. So on that note, here are our top 10 consensus friends and film most anticipated movies of the rest of the year. At number 10, it is Holmes and Watson. At number 9, it's The Man Who Killed Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. At number 8, it is Beautiful Boy. At 7, it is Ralph Breaks the Internet. At 6, it is Backseat. At 5, it is Widows. At 4, it is Spider-Verse, or Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. At number 3, Bad Times at the El Royale. At number 2, it is Creed 2. And at number 1, Damien Chazelle's third film, First Man. Yes. Is there any honorable mentions anybody want to throw out real quick that missed their list? Yeah. Um, Predator. Yeah. Uh, Simple Favor, Blake mm-hmm. Lively, Anna Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Welcome to Marwin, another Steve Carell leader. Pass. It's going to be – it's Robert Zemeckis and Steve Carell. It's, not not into the trailer. It's making I, it difficult to love. I was. Uh, Serenity, uh, yes. Anne Hathaway, Matthew mm-hmm. McConaughey, Zeroville, James McAvoy – or James Franco's next movie. Oh. 
uh, which doesn't have a release date yet, but it's slated for at the end of this zero year. Zero Ville or Zero Earth? Zero Ville. Okay. Um, Under the Silver Lake, movie that got pushed back with Andrew Garfield. Uh, White Boy Rick mm-hmm. and yeah. <laughs> Johnny English Strikes Again. Uh, of course. Oh, hmm. I'm pretty sure that was an honorable mention in your most dissipated of the year list as well. So it most certainly was. Not a shocker there. Uh, some quick ones all throughout um, as well. Aquaman. Boo. Wanted to get it in there, but I feel like I need a second trailer at this point. Um, the Girl in the Spider's Web. I still really like yeah. that first trailer. Uh, Overlord as well. Um, that one uh, continues to grow on me. What else is there? I mean, there's Halloween. Um, you mentioned White Boy Rick. Um, what else? Uh, if Beale Streets Could Talk, Mary Queen of Scots. Um, Josh, any of you want to throw out real quick? Yeah, I mean, The Nun and Aquaman were definitely ones that um, were left off here. And I deleted my list as I went through. So everything so that I ever compiled is basically gone, folks. I'm Alita Battle Angel, the Sisters Brothers, um, which is Phoenix Wright. Yes. Is that coming um, out this year? It is. This, okay. Yeah, that'll drop this year. Um, ben is back. We talked about that on the main Hall show. Too, isn't he? Yeah, Jill yes. Hall, Phoenix, Riley, Rizamed. Yeah, that's a good cast. It's great. Um, last one I'll throw out real quick is the front runner, Jason Reitman and Hugh Jackman together. Um, Jason Reitman's second film of the year. If it's anywhere close to Tully, then the, that could be another Oscar contender as well. So I'm uh, disappointed in your guys' lack of welcome to Marwin love. I'm sorry. It, uh, it was very close to making my list. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Just want to toss out there real quick, Mary Poppins Returns. I will always, okay. I stand with Mel Miranda <laughs> um, all the time, you know, so I will not forget his name. That's totally fair. Um, and on that note, that brings us to the end of this big question. Again, it was a longer episode because we had a lot of films to talk about. There's a lot of good films coming up at the end of the year. Even if Venom could be one of them. Venom could be the best one. That's what makes this kind of list so fun uh, is first you man. just don't know. For sure. <laughs> well, Colton, you never know, okay? <laughs> first Man could flop. Venom could be huge. You just never know. Um, and we'll find out, obviously, which one of us uh, ended up kind of making the best, most seriously list in terms of quality by the end of the year or early next year. Um, maybe revisit this or something at one point. But at this point, that's the end of this episode. You guys hopefully already checked out our best of 2018 so far list that was on the main show that came out on monday we'll be back next week with another episode as well and a future big question but if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe share each and more plus our itunes and give us a five-star review and then be sure to tell us your thoughts on everything covered by us at friends and film and you can follow me personally on twitter at movie cooper and coops underscore hoops and you can get at me josh at just joshua ryan you can check out some random nonsense at believe in blue 88 thanks and for tuning in to the friends film podcast josh how could you guys not know about bigfoot movie <laughs> colin <laughs> I do now. And be sure to turn next week for our future episodes.